from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, YouTube star, and co-host of the YouTube podcast Sensation, Smart Money Happy Hour with Rachel Cruz. He's my co-host today, and that is appropriate because today we are pre-launching the pre-sale on George's first book. It is very good. It's called Breaking Free from Broke, and it's got a great picture of George here pushing out against uh, the toxic money culture to that's out there and uh this is the ultimate uh millennial gen z guide to the things i used to say but i say them in such a boomer way that this is actually incredible i laughed out loud reading the manuscript i was very impressed with the level of research that you and the team have done to put into the book the detail the backup i mean you destroy some of these concepts that are out there in such a way it is so persuasive that you just can't do stupid stuff anymore after reading this book. Mm, I appreciate that, Dave. Well, I, you know, being here 10 years now, having followed the Ramsey plan for 10 years now, me personally going from broke to millionaire after detaching and deprogramming all of this toxic Does it ever feel weird to say that? Say millionaire at your age. It it doesn't feel real. It's a number on a sheet. Do but people on cuz I don't read all the comment crap. Do people ever say you know, of course you're a millionaire. Ramsey pays you a million dollars. To which I, you respond, no, he doesn't. I wish he did. <laughs> that would be very nice, Dave. No, he no, doesn't. The truth is, I was I was a normal guy with a normal job, you know, marketing roles. I wasn't a personality up until a few years back. And so my wife and I, who also works here, we've just been following this stuff for years. And it turns out, if you just, you know, invest in your 401k for a decade and get your house paid off, you can become a millionaire fairly easily in America today. Yeah. There you go. So I dispel so many objections that we've heard over the years around credit scores, credit cards, auto loans, student loans. It's like the total money makeover meets complete guide to money, meets the fine print, meets borrowed future, along with my YouTube humor and snark. And uh, someone said today... A good dose of the snark. I released the, the first chapter. I read it on video. And a, a comment said, I forgot I was reading. you were reading a book. It felt like another one of your YouTube videos. And it was the best compliment. That's it. Because I tried to write a book. It really is. It's YouTube on paper. I didn't want sense. it to feel like a root canal, reading a financial book of oh, everything man. you never learned about money but wish you did. And so I tried to make it to where even I would enjoy reading a book. And I hope I accomplished that. You did. You did. It's really, really good. And uh, Breaking Free from Broke, the ultimate guide to more money and less stress. So all of those things that people are saying on TikTok and are saying on YouTube and are saying on Instagram, when you folks are reading those and you go, you know, that doesn't sound right, but you're not sure why. George is going to tell you exactly why. I painstakingly had to explain crypto and NFTs and leveraged real estate. And uh, it was it was exhausting, Dave. I'm not going to lie. Writing a it's book is not exhausting not, reading it, though. I was laughing my butt off. That's good I mean, news. It's just too funny. And it, we had to go to the uh, printing world and invent a new font for the book. Uh, we have officially um, copyrighted now the snark font. That's right. And so the book is written in snark font. That usually and, happens uh, in the parenthetical yeah, for me. We looked for the sarcasm font for mine, but we couldn't get it. Um, so, But we got the snark font for you, and so that's a that's a publishing breakthrough. That's huge. And uh, <laughs> and Dave, you wrote the foreword, which is very kind of you. I don't know if you were forced to, but it was very nice of you to do that. 
I forced slap my, your name on I it. I forced myself to since I own the company. But yeah, from like, Ramsey yeah, Press, you, I, I guess said, you might as well. Hey, but. I, I was honored to do that, and and I, I, you know, as the CEO, not as an on-air personality, I read all of our manuscripts, of course, and comment on them, and um, rather bluntly uh, to each of the personalities before they before it makes it through an edit process, and uh, then at, but long before it goes to print, right? So um, that, that's why I get to read, you know, Dr. John Deloney's book, and I'm like, this book is going to rock people's world on anxiety. I mean, building an anxious life, the six daily choices, it's rocks. It's mm. really good. Breaking free from broke. George Camel's new book. It comes out January 16th. That's right. right. And uh, we will ship it to you then. As always with the Ramsey book, it goes on pre-sale today. We're going to let you buy it in advance, and we're going to bribe you to do so. Uh, you'll get an instant access to George's newest talk, Show Me the Money, and uh, exclusive access to an online private event. It includes a Q&A with George. You'll get the audio book and the e-book when we ship the book in January, on January the 16th. And whether you pre-buy it or buy it later, but do pre-buy it, please. Uh, you Part of it is you're going to be tied into every dollar, and there'll be a QR code in the book that lets you get every dollar uh, free for, what, 90 days? 90 days of all the premium features. The premium every dollar. That's worth it alone. The Even if you don't want to read this book, do it for the every dollar bonus. That's well, that, awesome. That costs more than the book. Absolutely. Right? And the, the, So we're throwing all of this together, and it's only 20 bucks. okay? So it's like over $150 worth of bonus items when you include the every dollar in there for sure. And... Uh, so go ahead and pre-order it. It helps George with the marketing, helps us with the marketing, and um, it helps us with the orders with Amazon, all the stuff we do to try to get a book out there. Uh, and I just I can promise you I'll give you the uh, Ramsey-trusted seal of approval. George is not only Ramsey-trusted, but uh, this we don't put stuff out around here like George wrote it, and we just say that's okay, and we print it. Now we all go through it and beat the snot out of it. Mm-hmm. It's writing a book's kind of a brutal process at Ramsey. I beat the snot out of me. Yeah, what well, I mean, other people were pretty straightforward. With yeah, you. I mean, it's absolutely. Like, it's, it's just a, we got high standards around here. Apparently, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's, it was worth it to it, to make myself better and and write a book that I wish I had at 25. You know, even at 30. And this is the book that you can give. To, uh, you know, even if you're older, this book is going to be one of those, like, what finally. What is older? You know, let's say like in, your, 40. in your 70s. <laughs> if you're 70, this is a great book for you because uh, the font is perfectly sized. <laughs> we made sure of that, at least. God, George. And it keeps must. you relevant because I have a lot of pop culture references. Dave missed this. There's I, one sentence that includes four Taylor Swift song titles, and Dave didn't even catch it. I and I meant it that way. I caught it. But I just refuse to comment. So you're on it. admitting you're a Swifty? No, oh. I'm just admitting that I'm not as culturally irrelevant as you think I am. But I didn't care. Dang it! There's that. So anyway, uh. yeah, there's plenty of uh, plenty of snark in here, including Taylor. No, he wasn't snarky about Taylor. He's uh, okay. I, trust anyway, me, I don't want the Swifties coming the, after me. The serious truth is George exposes the most exposes the most common money myths that are out there and the excuses that are out there, and he takes them on head-on, credit card schemes, investing traps, mortgage mythology. It's all the stuff you wish you were taught in high school. And uh, some of you people that are bitching about me being a boomer all the time, well, we have the answer for you. It's called George. And so this book I've will I've called that. Dave Jr., and I think it's a compliment, but I don't know anymore. I, I would comb your hair carefully if that's what you're called. I'd be worried about my hairdo. I'm going to protect the quaff at all that's costs. To protect the quaff. Protect the quaff. RamseySolutions.com slash store. You're going to get knowledge and confidence with this. Breaking free from broke. The ultimate guide 
to more money and less stress. Damon John, Mike Rowe, Graham Stephan, The Minimalists, and Rachel Cruz are on the back endorsing and saying it's awesome because it is. This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. 888-825-5225. Amber is in Houston, Texas. Hi, Amber. How are you? Oh, Uncle Dave, I have a bit of a heart uh, heartbreak. Um, I'm calling for your advice regarding my father's uh, finances, please. Okay. What's going on? Um, he Well, he has three different credit cards. In the total of twenty six thousand mm-hmm. dollars, he's fallen for every scam. He's eighty one years old. He's fallen for. He's made every Nigerian prince rich at this point. Wow. Um, we're intervening in his finances, so his bills. We can help with his bills. We can help. With, he's got his mortgage covered with Social Security. Uh, bills are twenty three hundred approximately. He brings in two thousand ninety one dollars. The total credit card. Outstanding amount is twenty six thousand, and we don't know at this point whether he should declare bankruptcy or we should let those credit cards go into default and try to negotiate with the collectors. I'm just not sure how to help with those things. I'm I'm guessing he has no money. He has no money. He brings in nineteen twenty six in Social Security. Yeah. What does what's the what's the house worth? A lot. We're trying to keep it. What's the house worth? Sell it. Five fifty, probably. Okay. And what's the O on it? Three forty. Okay. All right. In tech, is he in Texas? No, Oregon. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I I am not. Uh, I happen to know Texas law because it's unusual. I don't know Oregon's law, but I suspect it's a standard. A fairly normal state, which would mean that they eventually could take a lien against his house if they sue him. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's if you don't pay them and they sue him and take a lien against his house, he has no money to pay them. There's no money in this budget. Right. And he has no money. Does he have a car? Right. Uh, not one that's worth anything. No. He has a vehicle, but my brother gave it to him. It's on its last legs. Like a thousand dollars or something. Yes, under three, yes. Okay, all right. Um, and you have siblings? Yes. Okay. Uh, how are the siblings as far as money? Do you have any? Do they have any? Can can we get a yes. can we get a group together and chip in and come up with ten grand and settle twenty six thousand dollars worth of bad credit card debt? Yes. Okay. Yeah, let it go yes. bad. Let it go bad, and then go settle it before they take it okay. before they take a lien on his house. So go bad. Don't pay the minimum. You don't have, he don't have money to pay to, the minimum. With, with the numbers you gave me, he can barely pay the house payment and eat. Right. He He's can't. been working physically as 81, trying to make the payments. Yeah. So he's been bringing in a little bit to cover, but we've been making up the difference. Yeah. Okay, so let it go to collections and then just fight it out. With yeah, settle person. it out. Settle it out for a quarter on the dollar for cash. Destroy his okay. credit so he can't get any more in the process. Yeah. That's is what he, that does. It, is he living alone? He is right now. We plan on moving there in three years. Um, but 
so we've taken, I've taken over his finances, his credit, credit cards. He, he had every spyware on his computer. So we're trying to oh. get rid of that. Well, so what's his mortgage payment? Cause my worry is his expenses keep going up. He makes the same amount mm-hmm. of money. You guys are chipping in for the next 10, 20 years to try to support his lifestyle, which ain't much. That's what my husband says. But he needs to sell the house and make other payments. We're trying to, this is his family home, and so we're in a, it's nostalgic to us. The mortgage is 1756 to answer your question. Yeah. Goodness. And so, he, so he has 2000 coming in, 1756 going to mortgage. He doesn't have the money to eat then, does he? No. And so we're putting in $1,000 to cover his bills. And Well, that nostalgia is going to get replaced with this core memory. And so I'd rather sell the house and have him retire with dignity than have your nostalgia tied up in this, keeping him in this awful situation. You're paying the thousand? Yes, my brother and I. Oh, your brother and I. There's just two of you? Um, There are three of us, but only two that are financially stable. Okay. And the... um you have a written agreement where you recoup that when he passes before we start splitting the house equity up? No, we thought about putting it into trust and getting the name, the home into our name so he can't. No, I'm talking about your other like sibling that. shouldn't get a third uh, until right. you get your $1,000 a month back. We haven't yet, no. Yeah. We, yeah. I know you're right. Yeah, I am right. But, and this is going to You're come right. up later, and it's going to get it's going to get real testy later, when the one that doesn't have any money thinks that she hit the lotto or he hit the lotto when the house is up for sale and Papa's died. Oh, so please get this dialed in. The okay. right thing to do financially is sell the house and help him make a transition into another place that he pays cash for, and you pay off these debts, and we put him on a budget. That's the right thing to do mathematically. What I'm describing with an 82-year-old is very, very difficult. Yes. Emotionally. Family house, nostalgia, all the things we're talking about here. So what probably will happen is you all will limp along feeding this at $1,000 a month, and you'll chip in and get $10,000 together to knock out the $26,000 in bad old credit card debt. His credit will be destroyed when he passes, you'll sell the house, recoup the $10,000 plus the $1,000 a month that you put in before you split with your sibling who's not putting anything in, and that's all in writing now. If you're willing mm-hmm. to feed it to that tune just to keep him in the house, the only reason you're doing that, by the way, there's only one reason you're doing that. That's to keep him in the house. Yes. So the yeah. strain that you're putting on your brother's finances and your finances to do all of that is only to keep your dad in this house, which if you've got $2 million, it's no big deal. If you got 20,000 bucks and you're throwing a thousand of it, that's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. We have a million and four a one K. Yeah. So we plan, but, but our daily, you know, my budget is dialed in. Yeah. We have 50, we follow your plan. So we have 15 going into but yeah. we just, yeah, Make sure you, right. you, you've got to go do your paperwork now. And if dad will not give okay. you to sign over full power of attorney and um, all decision-making rights to you and your brother and your sister will not understand or your brother, whatever the third one is, agree to you recoup before you split uh, in writing, then any of those end this discussion and we sell the house. I understand. Okay. Make it crystal clear. Yeah. yeah. Everyone needs to have every... T crossed every I dotted 
and everyone is on the same page and discussing this because your dad's of his right mind he's just susceptible to scams yes he's not he's not like in third stage dementia or something right not yet no okay all right so no and you know he's 82 so statistically you're going to do this for two years or so I don't know what his health mm-hmm. is like, but he could do it for 10. George is right. Could do it for 20. George is right. Those are possibilities. But statistically, you know, we're, we're not doing this for a long, long time. And the other thing you, I would be real clear on is this is what we're going to do for now. We reserve the right okay. to decide to sell the house later. Like you, okay. you may reach the end of your rope on this. Your husband might. Your brother might. Well, and that from a husband's standpoint, if it were your wife and your in-laws, and you see financially this is a poor decision, that would really be I don't think it's a poor decision because you're going to get your money back out of the equity. And basically okay. you're you're putting a strain on your cash flow, but you're not. it's not costing you anything at the end of the story. And the strain on the cash okay. flow is in return for your dad getting to live out his last days in, a, in his home, family home. That's the trade you're making. Okay. And I don't necessarily think that's okay. a bad trade as long as everybody's on board and everybody's signing up for this. But dad, you do one more stupid scam, we're done. Uh, Sister, brother, you don't agree to a recoup, we're done. You're not gonna live on a budget and we're gonna pay your house payment and and I'm gonna manage your money, you're gonna sign over a power of attorney, we're done. We're done. There There are stipulations to playing this through and putting the strain on our family. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. George Camel Ramsey, personality, soon to be number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. On the stage in the Ramsey Solutions lobby, we have a very special guest uh, on the debt-free stage. If you didn't know, money problems are the number one thing that stress out employees and team members at your company. And if you didn't know, we help companies big companies and small companies with that by providing an HR benefit to them called smart dollar that allows them to have their team members go through our curriculum. It's kind of like financial peace at work, sort of, but a little different, but I mean, it's it's us teaching you how to bid on a budget, how to get out of debt, how to live on less than you make all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and it's fun. It's taught by me and George and Rachel and so on. And so, um, it's pretty incredible. One of the companies that has had all of their team go through Smart Dollar and provided it to them as a benefit at no cost to the employee is U-Haul. 
U-Haul is a great company, by the way. We've had a lot of interaction with them over the last couple of years. They do a great job. And uh, so for U-Haul team members, that's translated uh, to a combined $6.7 million in debt paid and in dollars saved. That means that those team members are not stressed about money. So while they're at work, they're thinking about work instead of MasterCard. Ta-da, productivity goes up. That's how that stuff works. So this is the deal. So all of that to say, our debt-free scream is from a U-Haul team member. And that's Chris and Jessica. Where do you guys live? Elk Grove, California. Okay. So you're not in the home office. Home office is Phoenix, right? Correct. Okay. Cool. How long have you been with U-Haul? 23 years. Wow. That's a long time. So they come in and go, da-da-da-da-da, smart dollars here. Had you ever heard of us when they presented all this? No, I have not. Oh, so it's all brand new. Yes. So company benefit, which kind of could be like a little bit of an eye roll. Like yes. A little bit like, yep. uh, yep. what is this? What are you guys? You know, snake oil. <laughs> That's what I would do. Right. Did you do that a little bit? That's what I did. Ah, I you go. You go, Jessica. <laughs> I like someone with the gift of cynicism. Good for you. But you right. gave it a shot anyway. But you gave it a shot anyway. Yes, so Chris says, okay, company's providing this. It doesn't cost anything. We might as well try it. What'd you tell her, Chris? I was at a conference when I learned about it. And so when I got home, my bright idea of let's get out of debt when she's the one that does all the books. Ah. And so I come home with a great idea. Now you're a genius. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And she kind of looked at me like, no, you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Stay away from my stuff. I got it figured <laughs> out. Yeah. So how did y'all decide to actually take the class? Um. It was more of me watching YouTube, listening to the podcast, getting her stuck in the car to listen to it as well. So you kind of sampled some of our stuff in the market, yep. and then that enabled you to plug back into Smart Dollar at U-Haul. Yep. Okay. Very cool. So Jessica, what convinced you to actually try it? At, try the actual Smart Dollar thing, which you're watching YouTube, listening to the podcast, and what happened? It didn't cost anything, so what could it hurt? Ah, except that they might have some weird ideas. Thank, probably thank not god so. you and i are both smart <laughs> but yeah we're at least we're not at least we're not because i bet you we were on the same team yep. weren't we yes yeah. we were okay all right <laughs> so as long as you both wanted to get out of debt you're like all right he's making sense let's Perfect. do this thing absolutely yep. how much debt did you guys have combined we had two hundred ninety-one thousand dollars. wow and what did that include uh we had a rental house that had one hundred eighty thousand dollars uh, we have a travel trailer that was about seven thousand remaining and seventy three thousand in credit cards. Wow, the credit cards are kicking your butt. Yep. Yes, they yeah. were. We're did you sell the, the re- did you sell the rental house or pay it off? We sold it. Sold, sold it. March okay. of twenty twenty. Whoa. <laughs> that was my birthday present. <laughs> Mic drop on the timing though. Uh, yep. Wow. A thousand percent. Yes. Yep. Wow, yes. thank you, Jesus. Oh, my if goodness. If my prayers were to be answered, it was that day because wow. the people that were renting the home um, were in the restaurant industry. Oh. industry. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, which means they lost their jobs in the Fauci pandemic. Yep. yep. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So how long did wow. this take to pay off 291 No, they sold us. The house was 180 Right. Mm-hmm. So you had 75 in credit card debt, mm-hmm. and then you had to plow through the other. How long did it take to pay off that other debt? The remaining uh, debt. 21 months. 21 months. Good for you. Good for you. Well, because U-Haul, all of U-Haul is going through this, uh, we're going to treat you all like we treat a Ramsey team member when they're doing their debt-free screen. We're not going to ask your income because all your buddies are going to be watching this and they're going to go, I know what Chris makes now. And we're not doing that. So uh, we're going to give, we're going to give you a little, uh, give you a little break on that. that. But congratulations. What do you do for a living, Jessica? 
I raise our children. Yay! Awesome. Yes. Full-time domestic engineer. I love it. Good for you. Our CEO. (laughs) So now that you went through Smart Dollar, um, and you pay off two hundred ninety-one thousand, including the sale of one hundred eighty-five, you pay off travel trailer and the credit cards by the hard way. Uh, Well, I guess probably got a little equity out of the rental, right? To throw at it. About 43000 Okay, so that jumped up some of it, and then the rest of it you just budgeted through, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Cut up your credit cards. <laughs> Don't get them anymore. <laughs> um, but just really... Cold turkey. No. Plastic surgery. Yeah. Chop, chop. Did a lot of that. Just seeing it on paper mm. and really getting sick at how much we had and going, what what did we buy? Yeah. Like, where is all this where stuff? Where is this going? Yeah. Yep. So it was just, it was freedom, finally. Yeah. Getting the app, using a budget, mm-hmm. and seeing your money's actually going somewhere that you don't want it to go. So the every dollar app? Yep. yep. Yeah, okay. Getting a transition to putting it where we actually need the money to go versus the restaurant here, Amazon there, Target, whatever. Yeah. Um, by getting on the budget and actually knowing where every dollar goes allowed us to kind of get a raise as we cut one credit card, we got more money, and next thing you know, we're just rolling and kept that snowball going until it was all gone. Wow. Was there an extra layer of accountability with team members and HR? Was it kind of like, all right, we got to do this thing? Um, I think the the kids were the biggest motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that they're getting older, that if we didn't do this, college was going to be a lot harder to do. Um, setting them up for success so they weren't going down the same path as us was kind of the motivation to keep going and get it done even faster because all the other ways we did didn't work. That's a strong why, changing yeah. the family tree. Very um, cool. Yeah, and we got a phone call this morning from our daughter to get her first acceptance letter for college. So, Ooh, yeah, there's so. some timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, we got to write those checks. I mean, we get to write those checks yeah. now. It's yeah. excitement yeah. with zeros on the end. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's great. Opportunity. Yeah. Opportunities. So, Chris, what do you do at U-Haul? I'm a marketing company president, so okay. I oversee the region of all the U-Hauls in our district that I work in. So. I got you. Okay, cool. And you've been there 23 years. How many team members does U-Haul have total? Um, I believe about 40,000. Okay. Wow. Yeah, pretty substantial company, to say the least. I mean, we all think of it as the truck or the trailer uh, from the consumer viewpoint, right? But it's a big dead gum company. Yep. Yeah. So as a leader then, 23 years in that company, you've now personally experienced this. You're able to concentrate on work because you don't have two hundred and seventy one ninety one thousand dollars worth of debt hanging over yep. you. And you're now congruent with your spouse. You're working together. Mm-hmm instead of her doing it by herself right and then you trying to figure out what's happening and um and her wishing you would have helped and all that stuff right so so you see the benefit personally uh but i'm curious because i don't get to ask this very often um sometimes when i'm doing something in leadership i personally get to experience it like you have but i also immediately see if the person downstream does it how it's going to benefit them and benefit the company Right, because they actually think. Do you see that the the stuff we've been talking about with productivity and I do some of the team members getting their getting their lives back? Yeah, because we're able to focus more on what we're doing at work versus at home. Um, I'm able to talk to my staff on different things with my team on ways that they can better their personal life because you get to know all of your team members and get to know about their family, kind of their financial. If they're talking about going to buy a car or. I got to leave early. I got to go do a refinance or I got to pick up a second job, that kind of thing. Yeah. At least you got a place to go to discuss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to go, you guys. We're proud of you. Thank you. Very cool. Thank you.
And uh, our salute to the U-Haul leadership team for letting wonderful people like Chris and Jessica go through Smart Dollar and paying off $291,000 in debt. Count it down! Let's hear a debt-free scream! Three, Three two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free! Free! Yeah! <laughs> Gotta love it, baby! This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Nick is in Greenville, South Carolina. Hi, Nick. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, sir. Thank you for having me. Sure. What's up? So um, I am curious how I should go about um, starting to tackle a small student loan mountain (laughs) um, when I'm on about 3000 a month. And after expenses, I have about 900 spare. Um, so the student loans just started my first payments last month. Um, wanting to know, should I um, do the snowballs? Should I tackle it with an avalanche method? Um, and how to go about doing this all the while, properly preparing for a tax season because I'm the independent contractor. Cool. What's the total student loan debt that you have? Um, right around thirty-three thousand. What do you do? I am a Uber driver. I am in my college town. I just recently graduated with my bachelor's, and I'm sticking around the area. What's you your degree with in? A bachelor's in what? Um, psychology. I'll be applying for a, a master's for a clinical counseling. Um, and that hopefully if I get in, that'll start August. How are you going to pay for that? Um, I am thankfully on the GI bill. Um, I got most of my bachelor's, well, all of my bachelor paid with the GI bill. The, uh, 33,000 was pretty much living expenses over, um, four years due to cost of living and not focusing on, uh, working and, um, I'll be able to have 18 months out of my two-year program for my master's still covered under the GI Bill due to how I um, did my schooling, and I will have to do one semester out of uh, more student loans. Okay. All right. Nick, um, you're, you're new to the whole Ramsey thing. Um, I know this uh, by – yes, Yeah, yeah, I know this by the questions you're asking and the statements you're making. Um, so – what I discovered and we have discovered years ago is the fastest way to financial peace, peace in your finances, the fastest way to wealth is to avoid debt at all cost because your most powerful wealth building tool is your income. And when you commit it all to Sally freaking May, you, um, you destroy your peace. And that's why you're calling us because you don't have peace right now. Now, when you restart, will the student loans go back on deferral? I'm assuming so, yes, yeah. as long as I am an active student. Yeah, I think so, too. And so um, so what that tells me is the first thing we're going to talk about is how you can get your income up so you can cover future living expenses and keep it up and no whining, just work, okay? You're just going to have to work, yeah. my man. And uh, – 
because otherwise you're going to create another mountain of student loan debt because you didn't work. So you're going to have to work while you work on your master's. Oh, well, by the way, almost everyone had a job when they were in college. Almost everyone worked when they were in college. Some were smarter about it and made more than others, but almost everyone that went to college worked. I did. I worked 40 to 60 hours a week when I was in school. Okay. Back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. But, um, but anyway, so nothing wrong with working. You can work and you can do a, a master's degree in psychology. And I have no, no problem with your goal. You're going to need the master's to get licensed if you're going to move into therapy, if you're going to move into counseling in most states, including South Carolina. So you're going to have to get the master's. It's permission to play. It's table stakes. So, yes, uh, you know, exactly. go ahead and do that. Let the GI pay for it. And by the way, thank you for your service in order to get the GI. As a taxpayer, I'm more than happy to pay for your school in return as a way of saying thank you. So you go do that, but by God, get your tail in and gear and pay for cash for that last semester that you're talking about that's hanging out there, that dangling semester. And by God, get enough money in that you have bologna in the house and you have bologna sandwiches. If not, you eat a wish sandwich, two pieces of bread and wish I had some meat. Okay, we're just going to do whatever it takes to get through this with no debt. You following me? You following my intensity here? Yes, sir. Okay. Because debt is a behavior thing. You kind of outlined that a little bit in your process. So your first goal right now is kind of a physician's goal. Do no more harm. Your first okay. goal is finish um, your master's, no more debt. That's more. Th- I, I do. I do think I started that pro and the, the first step to that. I am in a debt consolidation program. Um, and so that's two, two of my credit cards have, have already been cut up and no longer being used. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, the point being, we're going to live on what we make and then step two, step one is no more debt, finish the masters, right? With me. If we can find any more money above that and we want to start reducing debt, then we would use the debt snowball, not the debt avalanche. The reason is the debt avalanche normally doesn't work because you're in psychology. It's a feedback loop. Okay. When you pay off the smallest debt, it encourages you. It's like going on a diet and I lost weight. The avalanche is I go on a diet and I gain three pounds the first week. Mm -hmm. I'm getting no traction. I get no positive feedback loop to encourage me emotionally to in, to stay engaged in a difficult behavior change. Yes, sir. It's the rat pushing the lever needs some freaking cheese. Hello. Well, that's all we are. And so the, the reason that that snowball works is feedback loop. It's not the math. It's mathematically incorrect because we're paying it off smallest balance to largest balance, regardless of the interest rate. But the difference is, mathematically, it has a much higher probability of completion. And the debt avalanche has an almost zero probability of completion because there's no feedback issue. There's no feedback loop. And so the the feedback is so long that no one stays engaged, and so the mathematical probability of completion goes down. So overall, technically speaking, if you want to get really nerdy about the math, when you build in probability of completion – the debt snowball is actually mathematically more correct than the avalanche 
but you know, we're now I'm getting real nerdy on you. But so you intellectual, go. but it, yeah, Dave's right. I had the, a very similar situation to you, Nick. I was thirty six thousand dollars in debt ten years ago in my student loans, and I thought intellectually, well, it makes sense to do the highest interest first when I broke them all down. And it turns out when I started using that debt snowball method, I actually got this little thing called hope. If I can knock one out, I can knock the next one out. It's a little bigger. I can knock the next one out. It's a little bigger. I start freeing up these payments. They start making traction. And 18 months later, I was debt-free. I don't know that I'd be saying the same thing today if I had used the avalanche method. Yeah. And George even paid off his home. That's into your future down there, Nick. But um, so I I think what needs to happen is, you you know, what we win at in life is the things we concentrate on. If we're going to we want to run a half marathon we have to concentrate on the training to prepare to do that if you want to graduate without any more debt you have to concentrate on that and that involves keeping your outgo down and your income up and these are the things we're concentrating on after this discussion today that you and george and i have had and so that that would be our thing work the debt snowball but truthfully i don't expect you to make a lot of progress on it in the next two years because your main focus is for nick to graduate with no more debt of any kind and live on you know make enough money to live on and finish that last dangling semester on the end there the dangling semester i like that could be like a blog but yeah but the uh uh yeah that 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 you can do this nick i'll tell you what we're going to send you a copy of the book the total money makeover uh which is my best-selling book ever it's about 10 million copies out there it'll show you exactly how to do what we're talking about and you can play through and do this. But part of it is just making that paradigm shift and going, I'm going to try a proven plan instead of trying to intellect my way out of this. That's huge when you can just commit to a process. Yeah, it, it's, um, you know, behavior follows belief. And belief does come from a feedback loop. Belief is hope, right? And so I have to believe it's going to work, and then I'll engage in the sacrifice in order to win. And Nick, I know. And I want you to believe that you can do what we just told you to do. This is The Ramsey Show.